Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield from naturalintuition.com and welcome to episode four of the Journeypreneur podcast, your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, and motivation, inspiration on your journey to rapid financial ascension as a conscious entrepreneur. And I just had this wonderful, wonderful experience that I wanted to share with you uh, because it made me think of something that could really apply to a lot of us. So I had a mother-daughter come in for a private shamanic vision journey meditation. So just the three of us. And the mother's been working with me as a member of one of my inner circles. um, And she's also done a lot of private work with me doing shamanic vision journey meditation for herself personally and also for guidance in developing her Reiki business. Uh, She's a Reiki master. And I love it. She's amazing. And she has this wonderful daughter um, who's come of age. And her daughter asked her, Mom, I want to learn how to shamanic journey too. And, you know, in the holistic health and wellness field, It's common practice to work on the mother or the parent first before working on children. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, If you're having experiences like in coaching or in your Reiki business or your holistic business and you have mothers who are like frustrated with, you know, their kids and they're just trying so hard to get them all the help that they could possibly get their children, um, It's actually best to treat the mother first because more often than not, uh, the symptoms in the child tend to alleviate if you take care of the mama. Um, Interestingly enough, right, there's that energetic umbilical cord that extends from all children back to their mothers. So anyway, a little bit of tangent there, but they came in. uh, I mean, she's come of age. She's like in college now. So I think it's wonderful that as a young woman, she gets to experience shamanic vision journey meditation with her mom at the dojo. It was wonderful to have them there in person, give them big hugs um, and to introduce her to the sacred practice. And as I'm going through the teaching of it, I, I love covering foundations. It's so juicy. And sitting there with my client um, and her daughter sitting next to her and my client, she's like, ooh, you know, recovering um, a renewed sense of focus and grounding, revisiting foundations with me as well. So one of the foundations that we um, covered was the suspension of disbelief. And her daughter was like, I don't, I've never heard of that before. Like, well, I've heard of it, but I never really understood what it is. Do you think you could describe it to me? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So the suspension of disbelief is this little bit of mental acrobatics that we do when we're going into a new situation or even in literary analysis. I mean, like I have a another life background in um English creative writing and all of that um, and argumentative writing and there's this thing called suspension of disbelief where you decide to um, change your mindset and change your perspective 
about what you're about to experience or what you're about to read, you're going to willingly suspend that part of your mind that immediately goes into critical thinking, right? And that immediately goes into analysis or, you know, intellectual doubt, right? So the things that we do as, you know, learned and intellectual people that make sure we're doing as good and perfect a job as possible is where we come with that critical eye or we take everything with a grain of salt, right? Or trust no one and all of those things that we've been taught um, in order to be intellectually powerful is to be skeptical. When we're talking about the power of suspension of disbelief when we're doing visionary meditation, it's not to say that you just believe, you know, anything anyone tells you. For the purposes of this meditation and for the purposes of opening to this practice, this first time, suspend disbelief, that part of your mind that is always questioning if things are going to be right or questioning if that actually happened or questioning if this is true and so on and so forth. You want to suspend that or turn that off temporarily so you can just have whatever experience is happening to you. And so that got me thinking because like her eyes lit up. She's like, oh, I never knew that, you know? And she's like, okay, um, right? And so it was basically all about having permission to play. And that got me thinking about us as journeypreneurs, you know, how many times um, throughout the day, you know, I don't know if this happens to you, but I know it happens to me, where you start second guessing yourself or wondering if you're doing things right. Um, I know I get this a lot when I'm, you know, trying something new in my marketing or um, when I'm, you know, pushing a little bit of my comfort edge as, you know, I'm channeling or coaching with another client, right? I feel that growth edge and wondering, oh, am I headed in the right direction? You know, naturally, that's the smart part (laughs) of my brain. And I'm putting that in like mm, quotation marks, right? The, The smart part of me that questions everything, right? The, what is that? Our inner Socrates, right? Our inner philosopher that's supposed to question everything and protect ourselves. I know I do that for, for me, but teaching her about the foundations of shamanic vision journeying and revisiting this concept of suspension of disbelief, it just really opened up this new stomping ground for her of I get to play and I get to make a mess and you know as someone who's like an honor student uh, and you know straight A's like top of her game this girl gets to let her hair down um, and just play and what ended up happening in the meditation is that she just relaxed so deeply and started receiving like colors, starting seeing colors and feeling a very strong energy that was like up the the column of her chest that she hadn't had before and she didn't know what to make of it, right? But remember, suspension of disbelief, we're just open to whatever is coming through, right? And she even got information around um, one of her friends 
coming from this column of colored energy. And it never happened to her before, but because of that one suspension of disbelief, she was able to go farther with her intuition, right? And her intuitive development, her ability to perceive on that higher non-physical level than ever before, right? In one sitting. And this happened, you know, in under 15 minutes. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and I gave her a gold star. So yay. It's <laughs> one of my most favorite things to do, by the way, is just is to actually give out gold stars. And I don't give the like crappy little thin gold stars that, out that, you know, like kind of fall off of your um, clothes or the things that you try to stick them to. No, they're actually, they're pretty diesel. Um, they stay until all of the glitter wears off and even longer. So I've seen people like they stick them on their cell phones. They stay for months and months. So you know, maybe if you come visit me or come to one of my retreats, I'll be able, well, it depends how good you're doing. I don't just give out gold stars for no reason. <laughs> Right? But maybe you might be able to get one too. But because she was able to reach that new level of intuitive development so fast, right? In less than 15 minutes, that is gold star worthy. So congrats, mama. Right? And her mom was so proud and jealous and she wanted a gold star too, but she had to earn it. So, <laughs> so much fun. So I'm curious then. Where do you need to suspend disbelief in yourself, right? Are there certain areas in your life and business, maybe today in particular, where you were just Debbie Downer, you know, super doubting yourself, and because of that, it's affecting your performance, affecting your confidence, right? Your ability to reach farther, right, than you ever have before in record time. What's that internal story that you are telling yourself about who you are and how well you're doing, right? Or if you can really do it, do you believe that you can uh, close that next $5,000 or $50,000 deal, right? Do you believe that you can or are you in a constant state of disbelief, right? What would happen if you were to go into your next sales call and just decide to suspend disbelief in yourself, right? What if you believed in your prospects that they could afford anything, right? And if it's really meant to be, they'll make the money appear out of thin air. What if you just decided to believe that? What if you suspended disbelief in that universal truth of infinite abundance, and what would be possible if you were able to do that. So I think that's where I'm going to leave off for today's podcast. So go ahead and hop on over to naturalintuition.com if you'd like to know more about uh, joining my membership. Um, or make sure that you click on that retreats button. Check out your calendar against uh, the retreats. I would love to see you at the next one. Give you a hug in person. And if you do a good job, I might be able to give you that gold star. (laughs) Oh, I would love to get to celebrate you. Okay, so I'll see you in the next podcast. And I appreciate you so much for tuning in. And I'll see you then. Please enjoy the journey. (laughs) Bye for now.